When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. Mike Tannenbaum, ESPN NFL front office insider. Our very, very own personal GM is with us now. Mike T. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max is coming to you live from the Seaport District of Pier 17, brought to you by Chase. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? Good. So I, I, I want to talk about uh, Jalen Carter, but before I do... And, and talk about the football of it all. I just want to make it very clear that whether or not it actually trivializes what happened, that's not the intention. You know, we do a sports show, and he is a presumptive before this top five draft pick in the NFL, but there's been the loss of human life. Two people are dead as the result of a uh, race that, that, that Jalen Carter reportedly participated in. Carter faces misdemeanor counts of reckless driving and racing in the January 15th wreck that killed offensive lineman Devin Willock and recruiting staff member Chandler LaCroix. The crash occurred hours after the Bulldogs celebrated their second straight national championship with a parade and a ceremony. So the facts have not yet all come out. Jalen Carter says he'll be completely exonerated when they do. Um, But in the meantime... Two human beings have lost their lives. And, and so, again, not to trivialize any of this, we are looking at the football of it all. As a team, given these circumstances, Mike, you've been in NFL front offices. How are you evaluating Jalen Carter? Yeah, first of all, that's really well said, Max. Um, I am taking a, a massive pause here and um, have to do a thorough investigation. And, you know, fundamentally what you're trying to find out is, is this a really good person who had one bad decision and one bad night, or is this a pattern of behavior? Um, and you have to figure out, you know, if he's a fit for your organization. And with that said, there's another massive complexity to things in terms of the legal process. You know, the draft is about two months away, and um, there's a really good chance that everything won't be adjudicated before then. And if you're picking the top 10 or the top half of the first round, not knowing if, you know, is this a misdemeanor? Does this come, you know, at some point become a felony? Um, I'd be hard-pressed to see a team you know, draft him with such question marks. Mike, take me inside the, the mind of a GM and the resources, right? Because I've been around team owners. I've been around general managers in basketball. And I see to what extent uh, they do their research and how they go about getting the research. How do you guys and what resources do you guys use to get that information on whether there's a history of this type of alleged behavior of a guy like J- Jalen Carter? Yeah, that's a great question. Well, first of all, you know, you have security, you have league security, you have team security, but more fundamentally, like, Jay, well, one of the big things I believe in life is who you are is how you treat people that can't help you, the waiter, the waitress, you know, the support staff, and you're going to be talking to people all around the University of Georgia, you know, teammates, professors, academic support, and you really want to find out, like, you know, we've all made mistakes in life, and, and certainly um, – you know, Jalen Carter has as well. And you just, again, want to see is like, is this something that was just a bump in the road that had, unfortunately, you know, two 
you know, people who passed away, or is this somebody that has, you know, more of a problem? And, you know, you, you have to answer that question with certainty, you know, before you make a decision. If you're Ryan Poles and you're, and you're the Bears, how are you approaching the draft right now? Uh, I'm taking Bryce Young. You know, that I've, I've said that, you know, more than once. You know, I, I think he's clearly going to be the better quarterback than Justin Fields long-term. And, um, you know, if they do want to keep Justin Fields, um, this is going to be something that's probably going to limit their options. Now, look, we got a long way to go. You know, there's Tyree Wilson out of Texas Tech and certainly some other really good defensive players. But, you know, to me, when you look at two with Houston, four with Indy, they're certainly going to be interested in, uh, you know, taking a quarterback. Arizona presumably is going to take a defensive player. So this would probably, you know, limit their flexibility. Mike, how much of taking Bryce Young is you get the job and now you want to hand select, select your player, right? You want to start with a clean slate, rookie clock starting at 0-0, you know, zero, and, 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 and you want – to make the, the really the most important decision a franchise can make once the front office is in place and the coaching staff is in place is the quarterback. How much of it is that reset and how much of it is you just think Bryce Young is going to be that much better than Justin Fields? Yeah, the object of the exercise is to win as many professional football games as possible. I don't care how they got there, um, but you want to get the best player you can. And um, to me, Bryce Young, I like Justin Fields a lot. This is not against Justin Fields. I just think Bryce Young is, has a chance to be spectacular. So. Um, to so me, that means Justin uh, Fields does uh, not, in your opinion, right, have a chance to be spectacular or not as good a chance? I think, I think that's right. I think Justin Fields has a chance to be really good. Um, you know, I'm concerned by his turnover proclivities. He has 140 sacks, turnovers, and interceptions in two years, only playing 27 out of 34 games. Um, Bryce Young is small. You know, there's definitely concerns about him as well. But over time, you know, to me, the better quarterback is going to be uh, Bryce Young, again, taking nothing away from Justin Fields, but when you watch Bryce play at Alabama, he's just somebody that uh, you know I think has a you know more long-term upside. Mike Tannenbaum, ESPN NFL front office insider, joining us here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Mike T, I, you know, hearing a lot of talk from other camps, other teams about uh, the lack of compensation that they're willing to give up to the Bears for the first pick in the draft. Do you think that has – how is Ryan Pohl and company handling that decision, kind of playing that game of, yeah, if somebody blows us away, you know, we'll take the top guy, but still trying to create leverage with that first pick in the draft? Yeah, I think what Ryan Pohl is saying is, please, come on up. You know, we are open for business. So, you know, we got a long ways to go. A lot of late-night conversations happen here in Indy. Um, and – I think what Ryan Poles is doing is, you know, really responsible, which is saying like, hey, you know, we're, we're going to weigh all our options. And, uh, you know, it's a really interesting year because, you know, when you talk to a bunch of teams, like some are going to like Will Levis a little bit more. Some teams are really high on Anthony Richardson out of Florida. Um, so I do think the Bears are going to have options, including, you know, most importantly, guys, like their evaluation of Justin Fields. Um. Mike Tannenbaum, ESPN NFL front office insider. We were talking about Aaron Rodgers a bunch, uh, Mike, and it seems my interpretation of what he's talking about is that he still thinks he can play football at a high level. It sounds like he wants to play football. It did not sound like he was going to play football for the Packers. What's your feelings? Yeah, I agree. I, I think, um, you know, especially, you know, being out here in Indy, like I think a lot of people think that quarterback for the Packers next year is going to be Jordan Love and, the time has run, and you know he's had a magical career, but the time has come. So we'll see. Um, but I, I read it the same way. I think he wants to play, but 
I'm not so sure. He, look, if he wanted to be a Packer, he could just say, look, I signed a three-year deal a year ago, and uh, I'm going to honor my contract, and that would be that. But by him not saying that, to me, that spoke volumes. Mike, um, Chris Canty was on the show yesterday, and we were talking about what you get for Aaron Rodgers. And he said you do not get two ones anymore for Aaron Rodgers. And that really affects my calculation in terms of, like, who I'd want. Like, if I were the Dolphins or the Jets, let's, you know, assume, let's we'll see what happens with Tua. But if I was a quarterback needy team and I looked around, I would think, wait, if I have to give up all this stuff, I'd rather get Lamar. He's so much younger. Or maybe Derek Carr. I don't have to give up anything except the cash and not even as much cash. But Aaron Rodgers, if he's for less than two ones, all of a sudden you don't have the same financial commitment over the same number of years. He's probably playing at you know at the capable of playing at the highest level. He goes back to number one for me. Do you? What do you think is compensation likely for Aaron Rodgers in terms of draft capital and on trade? Well, first of all, guys, there's a clear history in the NFL that you can get you know two ones basically for anybody. I mean, it's really not that hard. Hmm. <laughs> I can't with you. Yes, uh, yes, yeah, right. Yes, key. Mike Tannenbaum famously traded Keyshawn Johnson and got two ones. And Key likes yeah, to remind, remind Mike that he then won the Super Bowl <laughs> to the team that Mike traded him to. So, but do you think you? So that sounds like you do think you get at least two ones for Aaron Rodgers. No, no. I think I think a first round pick. He's forty years old and declining. So to me. um a first-round pick is is much more appropriate, you know, for the situation. And is declining, Mike. Wait, Mike, you, you're saying he is declining. He is declining. If you look at how he played, he is, you know, he's not the same guy. Because he points player, out. But, but wait, Mike, you you can't make the case that the guy breaking his hand, playing through that injury, having a down year. I mean, do you automatically say like he's now in full decline because of one season that was a little bit up in the air? Yeah, no, look, those are all fair points. And look, you know, there's a supply and demand issue. I mean, you could always go out and sign Dan Orlovsky and take him off of ESPN. <laughs> he just happens to be standing next to me here. Uh, but no, in all seriousness, like, um, the reason I think it's a first-round pick is, again, you're only going to have him for a year or two, um, and there's just not a lot of options. But if I'm Green Bay and I'm going with Jordan Love, um, you know, I, I want to get the most I can get and then get closure. Mike Tannenbaum, ESPN, NFL front office insider on Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio, just Jay and me today. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Mike, I want to get back to Rodgers' is in decline because one of the things I loved about his comments yesterday, it, I love when a guy comes out and says, the athlete comes out and says, and, and this is what happened. And his interpretation of his journey is exactly at least what I thought watching it, right, and what others thought too. Uh, LaFleur comes in, installs a new offense. He has to figure it out. So he's sort of a game manager. He can't really show you what he can do. Wins 13 games, but doesn't look the same. Hey, is he the same? The team hedges and drafts his replacement. Rodgers had that same interpretation. He said he didn't know at the time. Maybe I am in decline, right? But then what he found out was, no, I got used to it. I won back-to-back MVPs. That experience seems to have informed him, according to Rodgers, that he can still play at that same high level, and that this was a result of circumstances this year, new receivers, a loss of players, injury, etc., and that so it looked different than it actually is for him. Do you put any, do you put any, do you, do you put any weight, does that carry any weight for you that that's Rogers' interpretation of what happened? Yeah, I mean, it's a little bit of water under the bridge. I, I think we were all surprised by the fact that, like, he's still referencing that Jordan Love was drafted there, right? That's 100 years ago in, in the NFL world. So um, I'm really surprised some of the things he said. He should be much more about, you know, the future. And they got 
some great young skill players, and they should try and move forward together. The fact that he's referencing a lot of those things to me, Max, was really surprising. Interesting. Mike Tannenbaum, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Mike. All right, Mike. Thanks, guys. Keyshawn J. Will and Max is presented by Progressive Insurance. At Progressive, they're making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together. You can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. So we know that Mike Tannenbaum is high on Bryce Young, and Keyshawn may say he's just high (laughs) when he talks about Bryce Young. But will Bears GM Ryan Poles stick with Justin Fields? Keyshawn J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Well, according to Adam Schefter, the Bears are looking to move out of the number one pick. Could be the Raiders, depending on what that reset looks like. If a team like Las Vegas or Carolina were to offer them a ton of picks to move up, Chicago has to seriously consider that because there are so many needs on this roster. If I'm Bryce Young, right now I'm saying hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Keyshawn, J. Willemax on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Click more on the lower right-hand corner of the app. Scroll down to live radio. We're right there, mm-hmm. ESPN2. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. And by the way, you can call us at 888-SAY-ESPN, 729-3776. Earlier in the show, um, we were talking about Kevin Durant's debut for the Suns, how he scored those easy 23 points in 27 minutes, and KD himself you know, talked about feeling a little nervous but then settling right in before the game. And Jay was talking about, you know, that's KD's comfort zone. That's his sweet spot. Whatever else is going on in his life, he can take refuge on a basketball court because he belongs on one. It's very clear, right? And we all have things like that. We all have places like that in our lives where we go, yeah, I belong here. This feels right. This feels like home, right? For Jay, also the basketball court. I talk about experiences I've had. So of callers, whether it's the office, the high school football coach called, his office feels like that, helping kids. Someone else called backstage at a theater. No, they were on the stage. Well, on the, the stage theater. at the theater. Yeah. Um, he felt like he was home. I talked about being in a fight, just being at a fight yeah, after man. a tough time in my life and hearing the crowd from the bathroom and thinking, those are my people. I, that's, that's who I, sh- I need to be out there with them, right? Whatever makes you feel the most comfortable, yeah. where all that other stuff just goes away because you're locked and you're present in that moment. 
Ken in North Carolina. You're on KJM. Yeah, how are you? What up, Ken? What's going on, Ken? Uh, my at-home place is when I'm working on my artwork. Um, I've done a lot of sports artwork with uh, Georgia Tech, University of Georgia, Notre Dame, Florida State. And uh, uh, when I'm working, I just feel in the groove, you know. I, uh, I have that zone. I love that. Find that flow state, baby. You feel? Would you say it feels like home? Or it feels like a refuge? Is it the same thing? Is it just? Do you feel like you're? That's what you're meant. Where, what you're meant to be doing? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Like all of the above. Yeah. Every for some time, every time I hear <laughs> artists now, I just think about Dave Chappelle when he's painting at Oprah's house. I can't. The stick figure. The stick figure. And he's like really taking. Out there. Yeah, like, but you know it's funny because a lot of people are talking about their occupation or their hobby where they feel that's their sweet spot, that's, what, that's their refuge, and that's what feels like home, and that's what they feel like they're meant to be doing. But there are two different things. Like when I heard the roar of the crowd, Jay, at the fight, I, I was really grieving and suffering at the time, mm. and I felt like I just wanted to be with them. Not that that's what I wanted to be doing. It's not like, hey, if I got behind a microphone there, I'd feel... It was, it was that's where I felt like I wanted to be. I think sometimes those are two different things, when it's the same thing, boy, you got your calling. But you also, found your I, calling. I, I think it, it can change, right? Like for me, the safe haven was always the court. Then after my accident, it didn't become the court anymore because I couldn't do what I used to do. Right. It's still the court for me now because now my mindset is different that when I'm back there, I remember what I was, but I'm not trying to force myself to be that You don't have anymore. to be the best in the yes. world anymore. Yeah, or or the 14th best or whatever you're ranked. We're going to get into that later. Yes, we'll, we'll, we'll dig into that. We're in going to get it. All I know is uh, this is a little preview of what's to come on the show. <laughs> Could you imagine being ranked within the top 15 of all time at something that's beyond competitive? Like so many millions of people have tried to do it, and you're really steamed that you're top 15. Oh, no, I'm pissed off. Yeah, Jay is really steamed that he's in the top 15. We're going to get into that a little later. Matt in Tennessee, you're on with KJM. What's your sweet spot, Matt? Man, um, truthfully, uh, you know, when working when I'm when I'm at work, I'm a I'm a career restaurant employee, and uh, I enjoy the interaction with people. It's um, a lot of people look down on that industry, but uh, it's uh, something something that I uh, feel very at home doing. And um, it's it, it, just like you said, it, it's just like you know being around family all the time. So yeah. uh, that, mean, that is where I'm at most at home. By the way, you're saying working at the restaurant. Is that again? Working at the restaurant. Uh, yeah. yeah. Exactly. By the way, Absolutely. by the way, the, the the show Cheers. There's a sitcom yes. called Cheers, and 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 it's a bar. And whether you're working at the bar because because the characters, as many of them, work there as as were patrons of the bar. The point was you want to go where everyone knows your name, right? Like, and that felt like that was a very popular show, partly because it felt like home for people. Just a TV show, but you turned it on. You felt like you knew the characters. You felt like, oh, this is a comfortable place. And it's a place, I mean, when you're at a restaurant, like I'm a part owner of a restaurant. I, I, lo- I, I know our chef. I know everybody from our stewardess. You know, you know your host. You're, you have the common people that come in. You talk to them, ask them about their families. They're asking about yours. It feels like you are a part of one unit. Great restaurant. I've never been to it. You never, uh, you, you've been invited been. to the cafe. I know, I, ha- I have been invited. It's true. I want to go, too. I just, you know, it just slips my mind. You don't like hanging out with people. I, I, you know what? I'm gonna, You're like I'm, the I'm prince of for- darkness in the media. I'm trying to force myself to get better about that. I'm trying to force myself to get out of it. But, you know, like Curb Your Enthusiasm, Larry David, right? Yeah, yeah. It's the best sitcom I've ever seen. Well, Honeymooners. But 
Larry David, there's one early episode where he says, you can't leave the house. You can't leave the house. What do you house. mean you can't leave the house? Like, you know, nothing ever good. You can't leave the house. I relate to that so much, I can't even tell you. You can't leave the house. Oh, you're not a man of the people? I am a man of the people. See, I like, I, I got to be out. Like, the whole pandemic, I, I, just me just now long as going I'm not around on the road, them. like going to game day at Duke, North yeah. Carolina. For me, that's home, like being around people. I have to have it. Oh, my God. What do you mean? You know what it is? Because in a large setting, like a, it's like a cocktail party, it's a lot of small talk. And here's another Larry David. I have a big identification with this guy. Uh, you can't, I can't, the small talk is killer. He, he's at a dinner party. He goes, can we elevate this to medium talk? Medium. If what we is can medium least, talk? It, you got to get into things that mean something. Like, how are you? Do you really want to know how I am? Is that right. Me? That's more medium talk? Than that's, that's more interesting than the pleasantries. Well, maybe yes. you just find interesting people throughout all the sprinkles of, you know, soft talk. How, what's interesting about the small talk? You'll never know if they're interesting through small talk. <laughs> uh, by the way. Mike Tannenbaum was on this very program just moments ago and said the following about Justin Fields, Jay. I just think Bryce Young is, has a chance to be spectacular. You know, I, I think he's clearly going to be the better quarterback than Justin Fields long term. Justin Fields has a chance to be really good. You know, I'm concerned by his turnover proclivities. He has 140 sacks, turnovers, and interceptions in two years, only playing 27 out of 34 games. Um, Bryce Young is small. You know, there's definitely concerns about him as well. But over time... You know, to me, the better quarterback is going to be uh, Bryce Young. You see, when I Max I just and and Mike T's my boy. I would say this to Mike T on the show. Whenever I start hearing people speak in absolutes, I start getting a little bit worried. Right? Mm-hmm. He's clearly going to be a better quarterback. No, like that's your. I understand that's your opinion, but that's not a fact. But, but you don't clearly know that Bryce Young is going to be better than Justin Fields long term. I think in that case, as a talent evaluator, which is a big part of the role of a GM, right? Because really, the role of a GM in a hard cap league, you better properly price commodities. The commodities are the players. You better properly price them, right? And so, what he's saying is, as a talent evaluator, <clears throat> he looks at Bryce Young, and what he's saying is, it's decisive for him. It's it, it, like you're right. There's no way to know until Bryce Young plays in the league. But, but, but what he's saying is, in on his big board, he'd say decisively. But one it's not over the decisive because then he just went through concerns about his size and his weight. Well, there are like, there's serious concerns about that. Yes, even if he were to put on an extra 10, 15 pounds, like he's right. still going to be five eleven. That's that's. I mean, what are we talking about? Drew Brees, but the way Nothing he gets out of five eleven, five eleven is great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just saying, if you give up Justin Fields, if you're Ryan yeah. Poles. And you miss on Bryce Young, and Justin Fields goes somewhere else Here's and your destroys job. the game, yeah. you're done. Speaking Tuesday from the NFL Scouting Combine, that very same Ryan Poles said the plan is for Fields to be the starter in 2023, but the club will do its due diligence on the incoming rookie class. Here's the quote That's the plan right now. This is what Poles told reporters uh, Tuesday, two days ago. Like I said, we're going to do our homework on this class, and if something changes, and again, I'll just use the same statement, we have to be blown away to say, you know, I think this is best for our organization. So, yeah, I, for, for Mike T, he's blown away by Bryce Young. I think that's how I interpret what he has to say. The, or, by the way, Jay, we have a guy, I don't know if you've ever heard of him, very famous basketball coach coming up at 9.30 a.m. named Mike Krzyzewski. And I am... Do you know how to spell Shashevsky? Don't look at the board. No Don't you look K-R-Z at the board. You're the worst. You're the worst. Y Z E W S K I. You still messed up. Looking right at his name. Literally, you're looking right at it. You still can't spell it. I can't do it. 
the screen's right in front of you. And this is I have a problem, like a missing piece in my you? brain when it comes to names. And now so I know you, how the rest of you must feel when it comes to thinking about ideas. So is you, this what it feels like? So you can't be super genius. Pronouncing names, name is that right what it feels like? To the rest of you humans, when I'm, you try to think about ideas, I'm disqualifying do you from super genius. Damn. <laughs> Got bust down to regular genius. Hey, Duke is at UNC this weekend. Coach uh, K coming up 930 Eastern. What version of Aaron Rodgers, by the way, could some team be getting? KJM. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. I just think Bryce Young has a chance to be spectacular. He's clearly going to be the better quarterback than Justin Fields long term. Justin Fields has a chance to be really good. You know, I'm concerned by his turnover proclivities. He has 140 sacks, turnovers, and interceptions in two years, only playing 27 out of 34 games. Bryce Young is small. You know, there's definitely concerns about him as well. But over time, to me, the better quarterback is going to be uh, Bryce Young. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio. With that, by the way, I never ever, baby, like diamonds and pearls. I could it be what? See, I'm old enough Come to on, remember man. the original. If I ruled the world, <laughs> yeah. The kid who took my place was happy as could be. He was running his mouth like Muhammad Ali. <laughs> like I remember. How the long did it take you to memorize all those words? Nothing. You just hear the song a million times, and you you know it sinks yeah. into your brain. And back then, the lyrics weren't that complicated. Yeah, you got it the first time, and you could hear every word. <laughs> Back in my day, back in my day, when Kumo D said something, you could. When Curtis Blow said something, you could hear everywhere. We word. played it on the record player. Dan Orlovsky, ESPN NFL analyst, with us now. What's going on, Dan? Do what's up, dudes? How what y'all up, doing? Baby? Good. Better than Carson Wentz right now. Listen, so leave him alone. <laughs> Dan, why does he always feel the need to try to bring up Carson Wentz with you? Oh, why we go back? Because when you're wrong, you have to always try to prove that you were right, even though in the moment you were wrong. It's okay. We move on. The right thing to say is because, like, if you wanted to say something like he's been wrong enough that when he's right, he wants to toot his own horn, that's fine. But come on. Dan's already given it up. He's already given it up on this topic. Listen, Dan, Mike Tannenbaum was on this very program moments ago, and he said Bryce Young is by far better than Justin Fields. What do you think about that? Oh, I disagree by far. Bryce Young's got special in him. His his 
Hold on one second, hey. Dan. Hold on. What was the wording, Jay? No, he, he said clearly. 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 Sorry, he said clearly. clearly. Pardon, my fault. I yeah, just wanted to make sure before. Uh, yeah, I think if you, if you just put up their tapes against each other and just watch their college production, you can make the case that that's an accurate statement. But the transitioning to the NFL matters, and it's a completely different world in the league than it is in college football. And the size thing is a reality that Justin has a massive benefit in. The long home run running ability that Justin has is a massive, massive um, advantage that he has. Here, here's, here's what Bryce is. Bryce is everything that you want in a quarterback, but one thing. And that one thing is unlike anything we've seen, certainly in a long time. And that is, that is a, a very fair conversation to be had because you have to be okay with it. As an owner, as a head coach, as a general manager, you have to be okay with it. Now, the question that you have to ask yourself in relation to Bryce in, in comparison to Justin is, do we think that or do you believe that Justin Fields is going to potentially fail in the NFL because he's too big or too small or because he can't play? Do you feel that Bryce Young could potentially fail in the NFL because he can't play or is he too little? I think it's much more likely that Bryce Young fails in the NFL because he's too little more so than he can't play. You know, what I'm trying to say is, like, he could play. There's no doubt that that dude can flat-out play. The question is going to be, and that's why it's so individualized, do you think that the size is going to become an issue or not? Because we, we, we've seen it. We've seen it with Baker. We've seen it with Kyler. The shorter quarterbacks that have been drafted, the smaller quarterbacks, and those guys are 20 pounds more, probably 15 pounds more, they've missed time because of injuries. Dan, Dan I've seen Tua, who's 6'1", 220, struggle. Look small. Yeah, yeah. Right? Look extremely small. So now you're asking me to put my faith with the number one pick in the draft, and I hear that he has all the tools. He's with awesome. someone who's 5'11", $1.80, $1.85, even if he puts on 10 pounds, I mean, what's really even if he plays at 195, 15 pounds more. Yeah, it's a concern, Jay. And that's that's what I'm and, – and there's going to be teams, Jay, who will be like, we're good with it. We're, we're okay. But you gotta you got to be totally okay with it and know that this could go bad and it won't be because – you know, a lot of times you draft guys in the NFL, you draft quarterbacks in the NFL, and you're like, well, hopefully he develops. Hopefully pans out. Hopefully mechanically he can become a little bit better. And that's when you're like, all right. And if he doesn't, he's going to struggle. I don't feel that way about Bryce. That's my point. Like, I don't feel that Bryce five years from now or six years from now is not going to make it in the NFL because no, he can't play. If he doesn't make it, it'll be because of the size. And, and I, I posed this question the other day to our NFL live group. And I, no one's championing Bryce as a player more than me and Mike T. Find me the guy. Find me the guy that's playing at, at, at that level that's that size. It's, it, we, don't, we haven't seen it. And it doesn't mean there won't be a first. Time. Doesn't mean there won't be a first. We just the the odds don't look great. And it seems to me what Mike T is saying, Dan, is to put it another way. You you mentioned it earlier. Is he will take the premium that he believes Bryce Bryce Young's uh, skills give you over Justin Fields. He thinks that's enough of a premium to outweigh the risk of Bryce Young's size. And, 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 like, by the way, as you said, it's an ind- it depends on how you value those things and what you think the odds are. Yeah, how, yeah. How, how and you've got to be okay with that. Yep. How do you feel? And I also think this, too, like, we gotta get lo- we got to get a little bit removed from the, well, I'm going to reset the financial market for my quarterback. Mm. 
How'd that work out for the Jets? Right, right. How do you feel about, speaking of markets, I mean, we had Chris Canty here saying that um, Aaron Rodgers will not fetch two firsts in a trade. How do you feel about where Rodgers stands right now with the Packers? I feel like Aaron Rodgers is done with the Packers. Uh, and I feel like the Packers are done with Aaron Rodgers. Aaron his comments yesterday. Um, and I feel like that's okay. I, I, it's time. It's, it's time for both parties. And that's probably going to be something that's not going to happen just overnight when it comes to the emotions and the feelings. He's one of the greatest ever, certainly one of the greatest Packers ever. Just feels like it's, it's, it's time here. And Gutenkunst, their general manager's comments about Jordan Love, it just feels like they, they both are ready to go their separate ways. Um, I think if Aaron wants to keep playing football, which I do think he is going to do, those teams that are interested in having him play have to make it very clear. You're all in or you're not. You know, we want you, but not, we don't want 50% of you. You, you. you are going to be here, and you're going to be a part of our offseason program because here's the thing that's most important, us winning, not you playing well. And I know these, they go hand in hand, but it's not going to be just, hey, we're going to get Aaron to play well, and that's it. So, Dan, if you're, if you're another team and you're concerned about you know, how much longer will Aaron Rodgers actually yep. play? Absolutely. Is it a year? Is it, is it two years? And if it's a year, maybe, you know, what kind of draft compensation or assets am I willing to give up if I don't have concrete evidence that a guy is going to be with me for more than a year? Jay, I'm, I'm concerned with more than just that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Absolutely I'm concerned with that. But I'm concerned with, like, what I, very few people know Aaron. Hmm. know him who am I bringing into my locker room who am I bringing into my building what Aaron Rodgers am I getting we know that he's a little bit different right we and and that's fine it's his life but who am I getting what am I getting especially if you're you know I I started thinking about this Jay when I was watching I think I was watching first take and um I think it was JJ Reddick talking about the load management and he was talking about how these younger players are coming into an NBA in a different culture like it, it and if you're a team like the Jets, who's got a lot of young talent, and you're trying to establish and grow and develop a certain culture, what are, who are you getting that you are bringing into that culture that's going to have a significant part in establishing and or developing that culture? Yeah, there's a lot of questions and a lot of hesitations. Absolutely. Dan Orlovsky, ladies and gentlemen, ESPN NFL analyst. Thanks for taking the time, Dan. Thanks, guys. Peace. All right, Dan. When being top 15 all time, it's not only not good enough, but it lights a fire under you. Really chaps my... <laughs> for the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills 
and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Big Game Boomer, which is now apparently the definitive voice in deciding who are the greatest college point guards of all time. That's it. This is on the record now, Jay. This is part of your permanent record. You're doing this to me. <laughs> Hundred greatest college point guards of all time. Of all time. You know, kids are playing basketball, dreaming of playing in Division I, let alone being considered one of the greatest point guards of all time, and by far the vast majority of the population is point guard size as opposed to power forward size, right? So from this enormous pool of potential talent, so few, such a tiny percentage ever get to play point guard in college in Division I, let alone be even considered for this list. So for many, it would be considered a great honor to be even considered on this list. Here's the top five. Magic Johnson. You okay with that, Jay? I, I have no qualm with Magic Johnson. Oscar Robertson. Nope. No issue with Big O. Pistol Pete Maravich. Pete Maravich. He was different. He's different. Bobby Hurley. Yeah, you can make a case. But, you know, I, since I went to Duke, he played there four years, all-time assist leader. You got it. Steph Curry at Davidson, not the NBA Steph Curry. Now, LeBron did used to go watch him play in college and all that. He was a big deal. I mean, Steph was prolific in college. I mean, the dude did end up with 20 600 points. Oof. Was he the I mean, two-time 2000, player of the year? No, he was not, okay. but he did end up with 2,635 points. Yeah, it's a lot of which points. Which in three years is very impressive. Bob Cousy in his day? Okay, uh, in his day? He didn't, he didn't really play. Allen Iverson? Any of, any of us? Allen Iverson? Yeah, yeah. He was mean at Georgetown. Ooh. He's the one that make me. He made me want to go to Georgetown. All right. Dude, will you stop being so modest, Jay? This what is are you ridiculous. talking about? I'm like Giannis. So wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait right a minute. Now. We're not up to. I think there can be arguments made. I mean, I I I would give myself five over Steph Curry, frankly. Isaiah Thomas. Oof, I think he should be higher. I would. All right. Now we get into interesting territory for college. We're not just talking about college. college just college. Gary Payton can't do it. I love Not, GPA. You were a State. more decorated college player. Jameer Nelson. Can't do it. Chris Paul at Wake Forest. Can't do it. I agree. Not in college. Can't do it. They got Ty Law ahead of you. Can't do it. What? I mean, I, can I, Jason Kidd? Just let me give you one on Ty Law. Okay? okay. On, on Ty Lawson. All right. Because um, it's important. We say Ty Law football, right? Ty right. Lawson. Right. Ty Lawson. Sorry. Ty Lawson. Pardon me. Ty Lawson. Okay. In points. In his time. 13... 1,375 points, mm-hmm. 608 assists, average 13 points per game, 5.8 assists per game. Okay? National, national champion. titles? Yep. National champion. I give it to him. Not national player of the year, national champion. All right? So me, in three years, 2,079 points, mm-hmm. 644 assists mm-hmm. in three years. Okay? Average 19.5 points per game on 6.5 assists per game. Also national champion. The national champion, but two-time national two-time player, of the year. player of the year. Yeah. How's he ranked ahead of me? How is this possible? Hmm. I love Jameer Nelson, too, in four years. Maybe if you had better football uh, I mean, opinions, Jameer you'd Nelson, be higher on this list. Jameer Nelson in four years, 2,094 points. 
713 assists. He only scored 20 more points than me, and I did it in three years. He only scored 50 more assists than me, and I did it in three years. And I won a championship, and I got two-time national player of the year. How is he ranked ahead of me? Oh, I can go through the list now. I'm just saying, I'm not going to go hard at the list, but I'm going to go hard at the list. Because I don't know what we're looking at. I'm not trying to argue with the top four. Bob Hurley, cool, got it. Pete Maravich, cool, got it. Oscar Robinson, I ain't messing with the big O. And I definitely ain't mess- messing with Magic Johnson. Mm-hmm. But, like, Steph, I'm going to talk to Steph in college a little bit. I would go against Steph in college. I played in the ACC. Here are the names that jump out to me where I think you have a, a like, I don't think it's unreasonable to Allen Iverson or Bob Cousy in his day. Uh, Gary Payton, Jameer Nelson, Chris Paul. Can we talk Ty about Lawson, quality of competition Jason playing against Kidd. the Holy Cross as opposed to the ACC? I'm just, let's, but let me ask I you. I mean, I went ask. against Agent Zero in the national championship game. Had you are been we, ninth we, on this list, would you have a beef? Yes. At nine, you would have a yes. beef. We going to do that with Bob Cousy and Holy Cross? AI? Oh, my, my, my brother, Brian Wilson, who played at St. Joseph's High School, went to Holy Cross. I got all the respect in the world. But like, let's not act like that league is on the same level as the ACC. Right. You were facing or the SEC. much better competition. Or the Big 12. C- right. Come on. In other words, this is not like the numbers you put up, all that stuff, the, 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 the individual decor, you know, uh, accolades, the team success, it's all comparable at the top. So then it does become an issue of level of competition. I'm 14? Mm. I'm 14? Mm. Calvin, I'm 14? That's where we're going with this? It's 14. You, you enjoy it so much. You, I, I, I think I, you should have been higher. I would have liked, I would have preferred if they would have put you ninth because then it looks more reasonable and that would get under your skin because I'd be sitting here going, I don't know, Jay, this guy and that guy, but I cannot on, justify man. 14. I mean, I, I would say it directly to his face too because this is how him and I are, mm-hmm. and I appreciate him. Mm-hmm. Like, J.J. Reddick's the all-time leading scorer at Duke. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, I was 650 points off. Mm-hmm. Like, I would have had that in the season. Right. Like, he would not have been the all-time leading scorer at Duke. I played three years. He played four. I'm just saying, it's like if, when you no, look at you things, were, if you were let's, in, let's call things for what they really are. If and you, I got a lot of respect and love, but like that's not, no. If you weren't top five, but you were top ten, but you're not, you're not even top ten. I'm not even top ten. Barely squeaking into I, the top 15. Who even made this list? Geniuses somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Big the Game Boomer. Greatest I, we need to, I need Big Game Boomer on the show ASAP. On the show ASAP to explain himself. You were an, uh, a national champion. You were two-time player of the year. You have all the stats, all the awards. I'm not, I'm not messing with Zeke. I'm not messing with Zeke. I, Zeke was, look, man, Billy Packer, God rest his soul. God bless his soul. Call me Isaiah in blue. It was one of the, the biggest compliments the world of basketball has ever given me in college. I'm not messing with Zeke. There's some other ones I want to rock with, though. I want right. to mess with. I, don't, I think, you know, when I looked up, how many players have won the National Player of the Year twice? It's a sh- you're, you may be the only non-center in the last however many decades who's done it twice. Everyone else is like seven feet tall. But you call me short, though, right? No, I'm not yeah, calling you short. Yeah, you call me short all the time. No, I don't call yeah, you short. Yeah. When do you I call K- you short? You play Kate off key and you just add on. You add I fuel don't to the call fire. you short. Look at you. You're taller than I am by a very little bit, probably. See, there you go. You're probably taller than me. Are you six foot? Probably. Nah. <laughs> When Chris Canty yesterday <laughs> called me six feet as an insult, I was so happy. <laughs> I, I was like, he thought he was insulting you. He gave yeah. you a compliment. A real man is six feet and 200 pounds. I just came up short. What can I tell you? 
<laughs> a big, uh, uh, big these boomer. rankings, by the way, the big game boomer, uh, uh, just uh, totally precise rankings, are brought to you by Dell. For your small business needs, call a Dell Technologies advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. Well, ask Coach K at 930. Who's a better point guard, me or Bobby 14. Hurley? I need, I need to hear Coach K talk about this. You know thing. what I think they did? They're smart. <laughs> They're smart? Out of all those players, who is the most underrated? Who is the most yeah, underrated? You. They underrated you the worst. Uh, who has it. the biggest platform? Out of everyone there, who has the biggest platform Yeah, right that's now why they the did it. That's they stuck you at 14 it. to trick us into talking about that's it, and it worked. That's why they did it. Yeah, smart. Who else is on a national show? It was a criteria for the MVP. It's a, it's a moving goalpost. That's it's what it is. smart. I wonder what it is. What factors into the top 20 greatest point guards of all time in college? Mike Krzyzewski is coming rules. up at 9.30. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Not going to pull Jokic or me. ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.